Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I Welcome back to another episode of Whistler and Vancouver Place, where we tell you all the fun, interesting stories about the places around Whistler and Vancouver and Richmond today that you must not miss. So as always, we've got Dave and Graham, authors of 111 Places in Whistler and 111 Places in Vancouver that you must not miss. So guys, I I think I alluded to it a little bit at the beginning of this, but what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the Gulf of Georgia Cannery in Richmond. And uh, it's, really a it's really a museum. I mean, to say it's a cannery. It was a cannery. And now it's a, a federal museum and national museum, I guess. And it's just one of these gems that, you know, why would you go there? Well, you should. It's a really cool. Uh, I don't think Vancouver has a lot of great museums. And I, I wouldn't call this a great museum. It's, it's a good museum. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, 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 if you have kids, they'd love it. If you don't have kids, it's an interesting story about the history of fishing, cannery, uh, the ethnic population that lived in Richmond, changing times. And uh, yeah, what do you think, Graham? Have you been, you've, you've been out that way? Well, I was just going to tell you, 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 this may be a surprise to you, but I have some experience as a canner. No, oh, go on. Great tell. You can't yeah. fish? Well, no, beer. Okay. So, uh, uh, a couple months ago, my son and I decided that we'd try uh, brewing our own beer. We went to Terminal City uh, Brewery and we we brewed some beer and then it was ready for bottling or canning and we thought what are we going to do are we going to bottle or can and so we decided to can and there was a fascinating little machine you got to pour the beer into this empty can and then you put the can under this machine you put the little can lid on there and you pull down the lever and it spins around and it seals it and it was really quite remar remarkable anyway we canned uh, many dozens of bottles of cans wow. and i'm sort of fascinated with canning now and I'm looking at the picture that you've got of the cannery in the book, Dave. And there's this, there's this assembly tray line. there, this assembly line with all these cans. And I'm thinking, I wonder how now I can't have, stop thinking about the process. <laughs> well, mean, how do they actually do you get to see but, how they yeah, the, all the cannery machines? Um, there was a big one called the iron chink. And that was a, uh, you know, that would be a derogatory term that we don't use nowadays, but a lot of ethnic, uh, a lot of uh, Japanese and Chinese people worked in these factories and the term, one of the canning machines was called the chink. And um, that's where the, where the derogatory term that we don't use came from. And wow. uh, so there you go. There, there, there's one story. I did not know that. Um, another um, thing that I, I wanted to talk more about, um, back then a hundred years ago, a cannery was a really important place because yeah so this goes back a hundred years right yeah the, the building is an old-fashioned red and white wooden building built a hundred you know 120 years ago and uh, back then there was really not that much refrigeration i don't think and so right. so when fish were hauled out of the water you either ate them right away most people did or they were like the advent of canning was very important and canneries were all up and down the west coast of north america hmm. you know and then these these canned goods were shipped across canada and around the world now nowadays you know fish processing is uh, it's completely industrialized fish is flash, all processed flash, food, freezing. flash freezing there's so many other ways to get fish out to the marketplace but if you're talking about 1902 you'd go down there there'd be seven or eight canneries down there all of Steveston, the reports I read stunk of old fish, like the whole air was full of this stench of fish. And canning was a big deal, you know, because this is how you lived. You could get, buy a can and it would be good for six months or a year or three months. 
Whereas if you just took the fish out of the water, you couldn't eat it four or five days afterwards because it would go rotten. And I think you know, like a hundred years ago, um, would have been pretty much uh, fishery or lumber would have been uh, the, the yeah. number one and number two industries for the for the region, I guess. For sure. And the, the whole, um, the whole uh, you know, manpower was driven by Chinese and Japanese immigrants that, that were probably underpaid and probably exploited to a degree. And uh, that was the, um, the workforce. But they would, um, you know, they would crank out and pack up to two and a half million cans of salmon a year. You know, we're talking about the, you know, 1901, 1902, wow. you know, where those numbers nowadays are big. But back then, it would have been a ma the major, major industry, the, the, uh, the, the Gulf of Georgia cannery uh, out in Steveston. So if you go to the cannery, it, it's, I, I haven't been there, Dave, but I'm imagining it's like, it's a huge, uh, kind of like a warehouse. Yeah, you'll you'd walk in and um, you'll see a, a display of the type of fish on the Fraser and the types of gill netting and seine fishing, and they'll explain the whole process. Then they'll show you where the fish were brought in, the machine that would cut them down the middle, cut their heads off. Uh, then from there, they'd go and get chopped up a little bit more into meat, and then how they're put into the can, how the cans are, the lids are put on. So the whole process is like somebody shut the lights off, you know, when they shut the place down, probably in the 30s or 40s, and then they just, all the machinery's there. They've just kind of... Um, and do they actually, you, do they actually can fish? Uh, they'll do demonstrations of it, that people are dressed up in period costumes, like from the mm -hmm. 1920s and 30s. And they'll do demonstrations of, uh, but it's not like noisy and hustly bustly. They're just kind of showing you in a rudimentary way. Can you buy it? Fish? Can you buy it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think they sell fish there. But um, you know what? What really, really got me thinking is just how back then that would be the only way you could eat fish, unless you bought it fresh, was to have a can. So those are your two choices. Yeah. You know, you can't leave it in the refrigerator. Yeah. Funny well, enough, I, I was down not too long ago in Steveston, and we did kind of a little tour. I did not go to the museum, unfortunately. It's been something I've been meaning to do for a long time, but I know. I should have known. Um, but yeah, I, like, I remember hearing something about the fact that like the population, because there's like a season for like when they do it, obviously. It's not all year round. But the population used to just boom during that season. It would like quadruple. I, I, I don't remember the statistics, but like the population would just go through the roof for like five or six months or something when all these people came in to do all this canning and then it would drop back off in the winter or something like that. But right. Like, the, the, they needed people seasonally. And yeah. um, Graham did a story on the Lulu line. Now did that go out to the, the train? Did that go out all the way to Richmond, Graham? I'm trying to remember. I think, I think the Lulu line did go down to Richmond. Um, certainly went down. Well, I'll have to look it up again, but it, it remind me, Dave, that uh, one of the tips I had in that chapter, uh, which was chapter 66, um was uh to visit the steveston interurban tram building which i think is just like a block or two away from the gulf of georgia cannery right right so yeah, um, that's that's another thing to do while you're down there if you want to see another old-timey thing but they, they've got like a perfectly preserved um you know 1900s ish uh streetcar of the kind that would have run on the lulu line and back in the day, you could have come from uh, Vancouver on the Lulu line, gone down to um, the cannery, picked up some fresh fish or some canned fish to take home. Be a nice expedition. Be, be a nice day trip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It still would be a nice day trip now. It's, I, I it's lament nice that we've trip. lost these uh, these little railway these lines. Trams. Yeah, they'd be really cool. I right? would. I would definitely be on board. Pardon the pun for taking the tram. <laughs> 
from you know Kitsilano down to Richmond and have a day at the beach or check out the cannery and then hop on the the tram well, back. Uh, the but modern world still is worth the sky train. I mean, you, you could take the sky train out there and it would uh, end at Bridgeport, I guess. I'm just trying to remember the end of the sky train line in Richmond. But you wouldn't be you wouldn't be very close in Richmond to this cannery. It's right up in the uh, kind of the southwesterly most point in the corner up by Stevesden. And, it's right on the water, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it's right it on the water, water, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's and there's a huge there's a huge working fleet of fishing boats there now. When you go to Steveston, it's not touristy. It is these are real boats that go out and fish and bring the catch back in. Now the 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 catch is um, out where I live in Ladner. Um, there is the Lionsgate Fishery, and there's the Seven Seas Fishery. Now these aren't canneries; these are fish processing plants. Right. I can't think of any canneries. There's one on on Vancouver Island near Nanaimo. I want to say Saint John. Um, but fish processing is still a, a big business in the lower mainland and canning is probably a subset of just fish processing in general. Yeah. The labels back then, if you look at the, the canned salmon labels and the canned halibut and all these were beautiful, beautiful artwork. And, and at the, uh, at the Gulf of Georgia, you know, uh, this, uh, this museum, they'd have a whole display of the old labels that were made at the turn of the century. Oh, that'd be cool. With the beautiful artwork. Yeah. Yeah. I like those old uh, turn of the century, turn of the, last century right. signage uh, and uh, artwork that's cool i'm yeah. hoping also there's some good fish and chip places oh, oh there's, there's some great yeah, ones. dave's fish and chips out in uh, out in steveston dave's dave's fish and chips i didn't know no, you're uh, they're, they're not they're paying you for that are they not paying me for that yeah. no okay um, got a sponsorship deal with them yeah so i'd say a, a, an afternoon at steveston go get some fish and chips walk around the cannery um you know check out the fishing boats it's it's all uh it's all authentic. It's not. It's not touristy. There's a real fishing industry out there, and the vestiges of it. Thank God they didn't just tear it down. They, the, the, you know, the, the the national authority that's in Ottawa. They decided this is going to be a national museum. It's part of our heritage as a country. And kind of reminds uh, me a little bit of the. Uh, sounds a little bit like the Britannia Mine Museum. Yeah. You know, oh, once yeah. a very important sort sure. of working yeah. type of factory, but uh, thank heavens they've uh, preserved it and allowed a place for people to uh, understand and interpret history of the region. And if you take a wander a little bit further down the boardwalk, I think this, so there's a, you can go into some like old cottages where you can see where people who work there lived, like the different oh, cool. bunks and stuff like that. And then like, or just like old houses that were, you know, they were like, they would tell you about the family that was there. There was some other like canning or like boat, I think there was like boat repair ones, if I remember. And it's all run by, if I remember, if, I, if I'm correct, it's the city of Richmond runs these as like, just uh, like little museums. And they were kind of cool. It was, it was like a fun day to just go down and, and check out some stuff in, uh, in uh, Steveson. Cool. Yeah. I also have, uh, is, is there an annual Tall Ships um, position or... I bet, I'm sure there would be, you know, you'd there? probably go into the city of Richmond website and festivals and they, they would probably organize something there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be pretty cool. So you guys know what I'm about to ask next. Uh Oh, what's your final, final thoughts? Thought? My final My thought final. is uh, got something to do with fish and chips. I'm uh, definitely going to have fish and chips for dinner tonight because <laughs> the, the, once the idea has been stuck in my head, it now has to be acted upon. But, um, I'm thinking, Dave, uh, we should organize like an old car rally down there. Okay. Get, get your Morgan and we'll get the MGs and people with old cars and we'll, like do a convoy 
I'll throw in a couple of cans of um, cloverleaf uh, canned salmon in it. We can, and I'll bring a can opener. We can maybe, um, I don't know, bring a fork and, and open a can and eat salmon, canned salmon in front of the injuries. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Good, Dave, do you have any final thoughts on the, uh... Uh, the... The reason I did this story is I wanted to do a story on sturgeon fish because of my relationship with Rick Hansen. And Rick's really into sturgeon fishing. And I asked him, I, I said, you know, I want to do a story on sturgeon, but I need a picture. And he goes, oh, well, go to the Gulf of Georgia cannery. They have a good display on sturgeon fish there. And that was going to be the story. But then I went there and um, they do have a wonderful wall where they show all of the different types of fish that you'll find in the rivers around British Columbia and the Fraser, including an interpretation on the sturgeon. But of course, sturgeon were only part of the can the cannery. I mean, it's mainly salmon, you know, and I'm thinking, I was just trying to think of all the different species of salmon. There's coho, chum, king, pink. Um, can you name any more types of salmon that there are, you know? I mean, no, I'm salmon's a, such a popular, massively uh, important fish. And it's a, it's a global fish. I mean, it's not just a British Columbia fish. But um, when you walk in, you've got this huge display that'll tell you the types of fish that you find in the Fraser, including this, the sturgeon and all the different species of salmon. Mm. Yeah. There you go. That's my final That's thought. Awesome. My final thought. Yeah, just go down to Stevenson. It's cool. You can ride your bike down from the city. It's a pretty decent day. It's flat. Yeah, it's a very flat. It's a very flat spot to get to. But yeah, there's uh, like there's good fish and chips places. There's good um, like ice cream places. There's cool little restaurants. Like so lots of cool history there. Uh, so definitely just go down and check out Stevenson. It's a great day. And I will put it on my list to make sure I go to the museum next time I go there. That's for sure. Because I've been meaning to do it for years and I haven't done it. Um, as I always say, make sure you come back next week for another episode of Vancouver and Whistler Places. But like we also always say, make sure you go to the, uh, our Facebook page. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, when you're on, when you're listening to uh, your podcast, make sure you comment, like. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, so we really appreciate that. But again, like I always say, make sure you come back next week for another episode. Uh, of Vancouver Muster Places. We'll tell you more interesting places in the area that you must not miss. See you next time.